When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you, of course, by... Fatty Beer Company, Buffalo's premier market and tap room. Seven different Western New York locations open 11.30 a.m. till 10.30 p.m. and later. And, of course, they are both kid and dog friendly. Over 300 different beers to choose from. And, of course, our secondary sponsor, Buffalo Logo Apparel Company. Some of Buffalo's best local uh, sports memorabilia, uh, shirts, hoodies, hats, the whole nine yards. Please make sure you go check them out at buffalogo.com, um, at buffalogo uh, co on Instagram and Twitter. Check, make sure you check out the Buffalo Hockey NHL Shield ball cap, uh, soon to be with Go Ahead Colors. Uh, absolutely unbelievable merch they have there, both Bills and Sabres. <clears throat> uh, Connor, before we get started here, before I let you get into it, um. I went to the game uh, at the last second tonight. Um, Akposo's thousandth game. Um, I was looking at ticket prices yesterday. I was like, oh, a little expensive. Um, it's been a busy. It's been a kind of an expensive couple weeks. Uh, maybe not. Um, even though I wanted the cool little trinket they were giving away for the first ten thousand fans. Um, I uh, then I look on again around like five thirty. Like tickets came down significantly. Uh, there were a lot of tickets left, and I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Me and the girl, me and the girlfriend, we decide. Let's go. Pay just over a hundred bucks for the tickets. I mean, grabbing center ice, three hundred level, whatever. I, I didn't really care where we sat. We were there. Um, she had me and her haven't been to the game and given to a game together in ages. Um, so it was fun, uh, or supposed to be at least. Parking twenty dollars. Food for the both of us. Two slices of pizza and two drinks thirty. Five dollars and change. So overall, and I bought her a hat too, um, because she didn't have a Sabres hat. So overall, it's like a two hundred dollar night, roughly two hundred dollar night, just about. This is starting to sound like a Mastercard commercial. Let's yeah, you know, let's, let, like let me let me just but get the mem- but the memories priceless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been a, like a huge fan of Akpolo, so people know that, but I respect him and what he's meant to this team. Uh, especially the last couple of years. And that 
was the effort tonight. That was the best performance they could come up with after a few nights off. Um, I mean, every single time we've had a night like this, whether it was RJ night, Miller night, whatever night it was, they've always come out guns a blazing, like Eichel night, Eichel's return, another game, like guns a blazing, like they always put on one of their best performances on nights like this. And tonight it was for the captain, a guy who, like they said, uh, during like the, you know, the, the highlight videos and, you know, stuff they did to commemorate his career. He has either been an assistant or a captain, assistant captain or a captain for 14 years during his time with Buffalo. And, I mean, they call him dad. That was the best you had. That was it. Guys, I'm really trying hard not to flip out. I'm really... Really trying hard not to flip out. I told myself on the drive home, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose my fucking mind on this post game show. I'm not gonna scream. I'm not gonna yell. Um, is is the Boston Bruins best team in the, the league? Top three. Not gonna lose my mind. But you know what? Fuck it. I am gonna lose my mind. That was fucking embarrassing, Connor. That was so fucking embarrassing. I am so sick and tired of seeing us show up for two or three games at a time and then come out like that, that fucking flat against a team in your division. Uh, honestly, a, a, a game where it's a really good parameter or whatever the correct terminology is for where you are right now. And that's how flat you come out. Emotions should be running high. And then I come to that game and half the fucking arena looks empty. And the amount of people that are half of our Boston fans. It's his thousandth game. We sit here and, and we and we beat our chest about how he's met. Like we're gonna sit here and, and the past two weeks about Pat Kane. Oh, he's a cancer. There's no way we can bring that guy. He can't play. He's too slow. He's this, he's that, he hurts the team. You know, you know, he's gonna, you know, he's he's not gonna add anything to that. But that was the product we watched tonight. That was it. Are you kidding me? We can't have Pat Kane on this team, but that was the product on a game commemorating your captain's legacy, what he's meant to this organization, 1,000 fucking games. That was what you put out there. But Patrick Kane isn't good enough to be on this team, right? He's not good enough. No, no, we're going to watch that shit all season. Oh, and thank God for Victor fucking Olofsson finally decides to show up for a game. Scores the only two goals. It's like he's a troll. It's like he's trolling us. It's like he's literally trolling us. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to score until it's like both those thousands of the game. And a game that's so fucking far out of reach. Holy shit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, my God. I have a heart attack. I'm so sick of it. Uh, this is a playoff team. Not to interrupt. Not to interrupt, uh, but... Don Granado just said that uh, Tage Thompson. Oh, Tage Thompson's out for a significant amount of time. I already saw it. He's going to a significant time, yeah. Yeah. Significant probably means a month, right? At least a month. Significant time. Yeah, I'm saying significant is probably at least a month. It's not week to week. And this is not the injury he suffered in the first period. 
uh, Lance Lykowski says, the block shot is what will keep Thompson out long-term. So he probably broke his hand, if I imagine. Uh, got cut in the first period on the trip by McAvoy. Granado, Tage is going to miss some time here. Probably some significant time, unfortunately. Fought through the first injury. Couldn't fight through the second one. What did we do to deserve this? And I'm not just talking about the Sabres, obviously. This is a really dark time to just be a Buffalo sports fan in general. Um, but you at least, like, sometimes have hope for a, a good Sabres effort after, like, a really demoralizing Bills loss. That's at least happened recently. I don't know if you remember the day after 13 seconds. I think it was the day that Tage Thompson had – no, no, the day after DeMar Hamlin – and that wasn't even a loss, just a demoralizing incident. Tate Thompson had a, a hat trick, overtime winner in Washington. I think it was the day after 13 seconds that the Sabres beat the Stars on the road. So typically, for whatever reason, it seems like they usually show up. And for some reason, going into this game, and not just because Boston was 11-1-2, one of the best defensive teams in hockey, and a team the, the Sabres typically don't play well against, for some reason, I just did not feel good about this game. It didn't seem like they had a chance going in. And as soon as the puck dropped, as you said, you were in the building, you can kind of tell that the effort wasn't there. The energy wasn't there. I don't know what it is about the weeknight games, wearing the blue jerseys at home. But, yeah, they just lost their best player for likely a month or two. <laughs> so, yeah, the season's over. Oh, man. Uh, but, hey, Pat Kane is good enough to be on this hockey team, Connor. Hey, he's not. I mean, not. Probably not now. He's not right. We can't. We can't have that guy. No, no. He's bad. He's so bad. I know what I'm. What I'm telling you is that, like, I can't imagine he'll want to sign with the Sabers now. Did you see that he met with Toronto today? I didn't see that. Yeah, he met with Toronto today. Good. I don't care. Pat Kane's not gonna get this team to the playoffs. Oh, man. As optimistic as we were after that wild game. And as unfortunate as it is to say this, I think Levi had a really, really good game against the wild. You could tell he was a bit overmatched tonight. It wasn't even like that, dude. I know. Like, I, I know. Like, dude, I, know. Like, I, I really goal. do believe I do believe he can benefit from some time in Rochester. Well, wait, first off, first off, before we before we even start talking like that. Which one of those first four do you want him to save? Um, the first one's not a good rebound. Yeah, but that was a shot specifically for a rebound. And if you're going to blame anybody on that, blame Owen Power, who sat there and watched it all No, happen. no, I know. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's just him. And goalies are going to give up rebounds, Connor. No, no, I know this. I know this, Dwayne. I'm and just telling you. Goalies are going to give up rebounds. I, you got to be able to defend on your defenseman in front no, of the net. No, I, I would, but I, in my opinion, I thought it was a weak rebound. I do. But goalies are going to give up rebounds. It's going to happen. No, no, no. no, no. I, I'm just, I'm just looking at it objectively. I thought that was a weak rebound. I really did. Like he shot it far pad. Like what do you? No, want? no. That was it. Was it was off his shoulder? Went off his shoulder, or they went far pad? Yeah, that was off his shoulder. I'm almost positive. Uh, I thought it was a high shot that he could have gotten. Either way, but as we know, the first save is tough, and like I don't necessarily fault him completely for that because yeah, he made the first save, and of course, like you want your defense to clear the rebound. He. Uh, I literally you, sat there and watched DeBrusque. Literally just didn't touch him. He didn't touch him. 
The, I'm uh, so sick of seeing these fucking defensemen watch pucks in front of their net. The second one, not on him, obviously. No one's stopping leaving, that. Leaving a 60-goal score in front of yeah, that. No one's, timer. No, one's, no one's stopping that. Third one's a three-on-one, but I do – like someone pointed this out to me. I don't, I don't blame him, but I do think he overextended a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you saw, like, he he got over and then he kind of, like, lost his balance and then the puck came back and it was kind of like a weak dribbler that went in. Still a three-on-one, not completely his fault. And then the fourth one, guys wide open in net, but I do think he was a little bit far back at his net. I do. I, I honestly do I believe. I mean, that was literally, like, top corner. No, no. Good shot. But I think he was deep in his net. A giveaway. A, a giveaway. I'm not, again, I'm not going to not not put place blame words, too, but – Power gives the puck up on the board for whatever reason. Clifton's backing up behind the goal line. Leaves. No, I'm, I'm specifically just like, talking. Like, dude, we scored two goals. We scored, we no, scored no. two goals, and one. He's not the reason. He's he's not the reason we lost tonight. But no, nowhere near close for the reason. No, no, I'm, I'm just telling here, you. I'm just telling you. Or Devin Levi, I'm not going to sit here and talk about goaltending night. I'm not. I, 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 like, I do. Not on goaltending. I, I do think it's at least worthy of a discussion. No, zero. No, I won't do it. I won't do it. You left. A 60-goal score alone in front. Alone. You have defensemen who refuse. You want to know the difference, Connor, between a winning team and a losing team? Watch when Olmark gives up a rebound in front of his net. Watch what happens. Guys are on their asses. All, I was there watching it all game. Guys are on their asses. They are not even allowed to touch the puck. They're, they're, they're cleared out physically. We don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do it in either end. We don't play physical. I mean, it's just like in football. If you don't win the line at the battles, the line of scrimmage, you're going to lose the game. If you're not going to win the battles in front of each knot, you're going to lose the game. And we are a bunch of cowards below the dots in each end of the ice. Nobody wants, nobody wants to play like they have a pair. I'm so sick of watching it. The smallest guy on the team is the only one that plays with a pair in front of the net. That's Jeff Skinner. I mean, Yogi Haru's a pile. Like, like what is what is Owen Power doing on that first goal? He watched it all, and he the guy is literally standing as close as I am to this laptop, and he does nothing. He doesn't even tie up a fucking stick. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk about goals I need tonight. No, no, Are you no, kidding no, no. me? It's not. It's not. It's obviously not good enough. But what did we say going into this season that? Devin Levi needed to be as good or better than he was in those final seven games for us to have a chance, right? But who are you throwing in that tonight that's going to get you a win? I know. I, know. I, I No, no. I, answer the, que- answer no, the question. No. I mean, I, I, no one. Um, Nobody. So why are we, ta- why are we talking no, about I'm, 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 What I'm telling you is that the focus of a lot of this season was putting a lot of pressure on Devin Levi, correct? Yeah, for sure. But like, like, I know you sit there like, and blame I, the guy. I, I think he's had, I think he's had of his seven starts. I think he's had three or four good games. I really do. Um, I just think that like, this is not the team to keep throwing him in there this early in his career. Like they, no, no, no. I don't put this on him, but I think it's a bad idea to keep throwing them in, him in there. At this juncture, they're not, they're not there unless we like magically get Brett Pesci or like a better defensive core or a better defensive unit. This type of shit is going to continue to happen. 
Like they played well against the Wild the other night. Devin Levi played really well. He saved their asses seven or eight times, but he's not going to do that every night. He's 21 years old. Like <laughs> largely, I do think Ugo Pakalukanen has improved this season and he's looked much better than he has been. And even when he came in tonight, I thought he looked pretty good. But I left early. I don't okay. ever leave. Uh, so I, I, and a lot of people were saying I, that. Too. I, I didn't see a single save. U, UPL, UPL, right? UPL looked good. He did. But at, the, at that point, the game was out of reach. It doesn't really matter. I'm just saying to you that we talked a lot about, obviously, the defense being better in, in, in certain stretches it has been. But when you go against one of the best teams in the league and you have these breakdowns like they did tonight, you're relying on your 21-year-old goaltender to save your ass again. And that's not going to happen every night. So I just, I just think it's worth a discussion. I think a lot of people are bringing it up that it, while it may not necessarily, I just bit my tongue. God damn it. Um, well, well, why did they even put Tage back in the game? I, I, like, I mean, like, why have well, him fight through something? Uh, I, he just cut, he cut his leg. So I, I think it's something. Like, he like it was clear that it was affecting him when he came back in the second period. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't shoot the puck. I know. And it, well, he hasn't been doing that anyway. Um, I do believe that uh, the second injury was a freak accident. I don't know if you, you saw the replay. So, like, it's just. I don't know if you saw the replay. The game. No. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it was what, 4 nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that comes down to coaching. Do we fire both Don Granado and Sean McDermott? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? You know what I need? You know what I need? I, 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 I almost wish tonight was an post. So I definitely wish tonight was an post game. He was one of the best I players need, on the ice. I need Kevin Adams. I need Kevin Adams to pull that scene from Moneyball where Billy Bean goes in the locker room and just fucking loses his mind. Because the coach losing their mind is one thing, but when you have a general manager come to a locker room and do that, it means something whole, completely different. Because yeah. that's the guy that controls your destiny. That's the guy who could pick up a phone call and have your ass shipped out tomorrow. Totally. That's the guy I want in the locker room. Lose well, hopefully, game. hopefully that's Victor Olison now that he has two goals on his on his resume. Yeah, right. Like, who cares? I mean, hey, against a team like Boston too, they might need a guy like that. They've they've had trouble scoring goals recently. That's as that's as good of a tryout as any. Yeah, I mean, oh man, I I just that hurt. I, like that, that almost that almost added insult to injury. I want to talk. I, listen, we're going to talk about what's really hurting this team. We're going to talk about guys like Dylan Cousins. We're going to talk about guys like, really huh? He's playing really bad. Like we're going to talk about not now. Doesn't matter no, now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I like. I didn't. Like, like that's like the fact that the guys who led you in scoring last year aren't doing shit right now. That's what's hurting this team. No, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I, I, what I'm telling you is that given that most of our forwards aren't performing at the level they did last season, Tage is going to be out two months. Uh, the defense is slowly not playing at the level they did to start this season. I do not think this is a good situation to keep throwing Devin Levi in the net. Then who are you putting in there? I uh, you I mean, like who are you like 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 it doesn't matter. I don't know. No, you're 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 throwing UPL in, but I'm saying this because he's got way less to lose. What do you mean, UPL? He's got lost. way less to lose, given that he doesn't. He's playing have... for a job right now. What are you talking about? Like, if he, no, if no, he has no. a shitty no, year, like, who do we? Him. Who do we want to be the number one goalie of the Sabres? Well, in you're the not going to. Okay, but you're saying UPL has way less to lose, not to UPL. I know, but for the for the from the franchise's perspective, 
I mean, I think they they still had to take a ton of tough stock in UPL. Granted, yes, Adam but, Levi's the future but, of this team, but well, they, if, they didn't, yeah. if they didn't care, if they didn't care about the future of UPL, they wouldn't have had him come back. I know. I, know, would I, have know. Him out. I, I understand that, but he's older, he has more experience, and I think he's better prepared for a bad defensive team like this. I really do. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you, but like I just think I it's a bad, to. it's a bad situation for Levi to be in right now. And it's not his fault. Uh, I just I'd love to see him, but at the same time, if another one or two of these types of starts hap- happens, which is not necessarily his fault, I think you send him to Rochester. No, I, I, I disagree with that, but that's just me. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Like, I just don't. I mean, we can just, we could agree to disagree. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Um, well, I think that, I think that <laughs> would that, would that, do you think that would hurt his development? Huh? Do you think that would hurt his development? I mean, I think you're you're essentially sending the message that you don't think he's NHL ready. No, I think you're giving him a little bit more time to develop in a situation that is better for his game at a level that's higher than what he came from. Uh, yeah, I, we can agree to disagree. I no, think I like we've talked about being careful with goalies, right? They weren't careful with him to begin the season. He got hurt. And now they're throwing him against the best team in the league with a embarrassing defensive unit in front of him as you said if you you're you're allowing him an opportunity to get pulled from games and hurt his mental psyche if you put if you put him in the ahl you're pulling the plug on the season you are well at this point tage is out for the next two months like like if anything the only thing to look forward to at this point is how can they not bring you your cool look up at this point well i know they have to they have to you have to bring up your (laughs) like without question if, if they don't announce that tomorrow morning Riot outside of KeyBank Center. Literally. Like, I, I don't know what more, like, I just, I'm just point, like, I even tweeted it out, sign Patrick Kane, sign at, him. At this point, they don't have another option. Like, who are you going to trade for at this point? But, like, if they trade for Patrick Kane and we talked about putting him on the line. Pat, yes, you could sign, yeah, him yeah, sign Patrick Thompson. Kane, but we talked about putting him on the line with Tate Thompson, like, It's all fucked, man. Yeah, well, get to the peanut gallery here. A lot of people watching on YouTube. Um, uh, pathetic effort. I hope Tage isn't out for too long. Looked like he was really hurting in the tunnel. No tuck was quite evident as well. Yeah, not having tuck tonight hurt. This is a game where you definitely want Alex Tuck. Oki deserved better. We disappointed Dad. I said season was over after October 23rd loss to the Habs. This team is just brutal to watch. No speed, no intensity, no structure, no nothing. I'll hang up and listen from Ryan uh, uh, Quivalon. I'm sorry if I butcher that. Our best friend Mauricio. And I agree with this. Power looks shaky, panics too much, too many turnovers. Why is Krebs on the roster? He's dead weight, bench, bench. Um, Connor, your boy, super senior, our saver, let the team know. He didn't let the team down tonight. Well, as I said, I, I don't think he let the team down, but I also think that there, we, like I said, we had a really high expectations for him this season, and I do think he's had good games, but he also is 21 years old. This is unprecedented for any goalie in NHL history. I'm not going to go the Dwayne route here. I'm not going to start screaming, but at the same time, we're expecting him to be a number one goalie in the NHL with a largely embarrassing team in front of him. 
It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Just, I'm just stating. I I just don't agree with the aid. I mean, sure, it might help him. Sure. Wait, wait, what? No. So, like, what if it does help him though? Then how could you be against it? I don't know, man. I just. I think the biggest point of him wanting signing that deal was contingent on him being in Buffalo. Yeah, but him being in Buffalo is contingent upon him not having a three seven and a eight seventy five uh, save percentage. How do you fix that though? He just can't fix it. Yeah. You got to put a you got to put a more st- st- a more stable team. Dude, Connor Clifton has looked like absolute garbage. That was your big signing this offseason. Connor Eric Clifton Johnson shouldn't be playing. Huh? Eric Johnson shouldn't be on the roster. Like. He's looked terrible. Connor Clip, like that again. That uh, third goal. I don't even know. It was his first goal of his, of, of the season. Um, Power loses the puck on the boards, and I don't. I, I'm. I, I guess again, I'm honestly sick and hearing of the uh, of the narrative about Owen Power. We're sitting here talking about how Devin Levi is only 21 years old. This, that, and the other. Well, Owen well, Power. It's a different position. I don't know. I don't care. Six foot five. He's a massive, massive guy, and he plays like he's the size of Nathan Gerby. At what point do you put that guy in the press box then? Because yeah, it's getting yeah. embarrassing night in and night out with him. Well, I mean, then that comes down to a situation of like, really, who else are you putting in there? <laughs> I guess like maybe like, Riley Stillman. Like at least Riley Stillman will play like he has a pair. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's it hurt. It, 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 his defensive, his lack of defensive awareness is hurting this team no, more than like, he is helping them offensively I w- right now. I, I would say he's largely been pretty good this year. In his own end? Absolutely not. He's been fucking uh, terrible. If you, I, he's been I'm, terrible I'm, in his own end. He's been terrible. Not the whole year. He's been fucking terrible. He hasn't. I, I actually fully like, disagree literally with that. Two goals directly on him tonight. Oh, two. yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't good directly tonight. On him. Was, he, he wasn't good. He he wasn't good tonight, but that doesn't mean he's been bad all year. I just think he hasn't looked good in his own at, at all this year, at all. Uh, he has looked like trash. I almost fully. You disagree. can disagree all you want, but I've been watching the same games as you. And I, when's the last time that guy threw his body into anybody? No, no, he's not a he's not a, a physical player. But right he's now. but he's six foot five, yeah, Connor. That needs that needs to change. That needs to change. That absolutely needs to change. But we're gonna but, sit here and talk about Devin Levi. Got to send that guy to Rochester. Then put Owen Power in the fucking press box for a game or two. Because yeah. he has done Dylan, nothing to warrant the ice time he's getting. The Dylan Cousins. Same thing. I agree. You want to start yeah. sending messages. That's how you start sending messages. I know. Wow, I know. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. Two passes just down telling the ice you. Great. What I'm, did he do on the score sheet? Absolutely dog shit nothing. I'm just telling you that we. I know we have a spot, soft spot for Devin Levi. But it's a completely it's different. It's not even just that. It it's just though. I'm sick and tired of the narrative of goaltending being the problem here. When know, every single it's, season, it's it's, it's more it's so the lack of like, do we had to sit here and watch Ristolainen as your top defenseman for how many years? And we it's still both. pointed the finger at goaltending. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm t- I'm 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 suggesting a solution to protect him. And I, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I also don't think that it's the, the all-end solution because it's not going to solve anything. You're still going to have the and same fucking problems no, no, no. no matter who's in that net. It's it's not going to like the all-end solution, but maybe like a month or two just to just to like build his confidence up, right? Like Ryan Miller played for Rochester. Well, he played for Rochester during a lockout year. I know, but I'm I'm just saying. Like, he like, didn't have no choice about to play in Rochester. 
I think he eventually did, though, to begin the next season, too. Yeah, and then he got called up like maybe 10, 15 okay. games in. Regardless, it's it's a tough precedent. Um, and I just think that, as we've discussed, this defense is not built to defend right now. So it's a tough situation for a rookie goalie. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, like, like I know we've gone back and forth about his workload. Okay, then maybe you start him only 35 games this season or 40. I know we, when we had Greg Ballack on the show, he he said, I, I think, you know, 35, 40 games, that's 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 a sweet spot for him. When Stefano was on the show the other day, the pregame show, he says, hey, probably 35, 40 games, I think that's a sweet spot for him. I'm completely fine with that. Completely fine with that. If you want to give – and split those other rest of those games up between UPL and, and Comrie. I am completely fine with that, but it doesn't matter who's in that net because you're gonna still have the same bullshit we've been dealing for two, three, four, five years now, and that's no physical play below the dots in your own end. Like let's literally, I, I, I urge anybody who disagrees with me to go back and watch that replay of that game. And the biggest difference between both teams outside of obvious skill, uh, certain depth up and down the lineup is the fact that when we throw pucks on Olmark and there's a rebound, the first thing that happens, they're not looking at the puck and looking where the puck is going. Their defensemen are lifting a stick and forcing the player outside of the blue paint to get him out of out of Omar's way. How many shots did Omar have a clear look at tonight? Like so many. Basically really everyone. Um, speaking speaking of which, going to Boston was by far the best decision he ever made. Yeah, and like, don't get me started about fucking Linus Omar. People, you know, want want to say all oh, like you know, good luck to him, this that and the other. That guy boned us. He boned I mean, us. He knew no, exactly. No, no, no. He knew but, exactly where he was going. Yeah. When he asked not to be traded at that deadline, we offered him essentially the same contract. I mean, and he said, "See, if you, if if you were him, though." Oh, I don't blame him. him. I don't blame him. I get it. He had a he had a family. He he was just, he didn't want to uproot his family by going, being going somewhere else at the deadline. But at the end of the day, this is a business, and Kevin Adams could have gotten easily no, a second round pick. Or if a team, or if a team was desperate enough, desperate enough, you could have got a first round pick for him. No, I'm just, I know like uh, from a, from a business perspective, it was like, obviously not great, but I'm talking about from, from his personal perspective. Oh yeah. You're going to Boston 10 times out of 10, twice on Sunday. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, absolutely. I don't resurrected resurrected his career. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't playing bad in Buffalo anyway. No, he was a good goalie. (laughs) He had a winning record. He literally he had a winning great. record. He was hurt he a lot. Had, he, he also had, had really record. good numbers. I always like, loved Linus Allmark. I loved him. I loved him up until he pulled that move on us at the no, time. He, I mean, he didn't want to be traded. He, he was still considering staying in Buffalo. He essentially manipulated manipulated the GM into thinking he was going to re-sign in the offseason, and then he packed his shit and left. Fucking Mike Commodore, pack your bags, bud. Pack your shit. That's yeah. But when, when Boston offers you a – relatively large contract you take that oh i understand that i understand that but he i really don't believe he ever had intentions of coming back i guess i mean i don't know if we know that like well given the given what you have the opportunity given what he had in buffalo though like rasmus ristolainen was his fucking defenseman like yeah like you look at the open market before you even hit it and like you look at the teams theoretically they're gonna need a goalie boston was at the top of that list you know they're gonna come knocking on calling your agent you know they're calling yeah like, I just think that um, he made a shrewd, 
I don't think he intentionally fucked the Sabres over. I really don't. I just yeah, think he, that. See, you want he pulled he pulled the poor man's Tavares in my opinion, but that's yeah. Just, well, either way, good I, for I, him. But, but, but I don't even want to get on that tangent. Um, I just think that until you have, again, to your point, Brett Pesci, a guy who plays physical below the dots, a guy who is going to play the body, like, like, like we can't keep having this. We can't. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I just, it's just, it, it doesn't I, matter who's in nut. You could have Hashik in nut, man. You really I could. Think, you could have prime hashing 98. It doesn't matter. I don't think any goal in the league is going to win the Sabres that game tonight. I, no, it's just, I, and like, I, don't, that night. I mean, just the rest of the season. Like, no, it's just that. Consistent no, that, bullshit. Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you say the defense so bad, it is pretty bad right now. I just think it's a bad idea. And I, like, I know, like, Ukapaka Lukanen wants to do well. And I think he does his best when he's in situations where there's a lot of shots and he can feel the puck. I really do believe that sometimes. And same with Eric Comrie. Like, he's a veteran guy. He might be able to handle these situations a little bit better right now. It's not a knock on Devin Levi's skill or his future or anything else. It is way more about the team and how they future, how they project in the next, like, two to three months, given what we've seen in, in the first 15, 16 games. I just don't think it's a good idea. And that's just – that's where I stand right now. And I think having him develop a little bit more in the HL, build his confidence up, get his game where he wants to be, and then you can easily call him up. I'm just saying that, like, you're not even necessarily punting on the season by doing that, but you need to protect him. You cannot kill his confidence by pulling him in games. I know it was the first one tonight, but, like, he hasn't necessarily had the best start to the season aside from this past Friday. So I just think they need to be really really careful with what we all believe is going to be the guy to potentially lead us into the playoffs in the future. Once they hopefully figure out the defense, he cannot do it alone, but right now with this current juncture, putting Devin Levi behind that lineup and what that lineup is going to be without Tate Thompson is scary to me. It's scary. Well, at least until Eric Comrie is back and healthy. You're yeah. Not and uh, he's practicing and I don't know. I, I, just, I, mean, I don't I think they're still gonna stick with the three goalie rotation. That's just me. Yeah, I think they probably will. I just think it should be, at least be considered because it happened with Carter Hart. Spencer Knight's a different story. It's happened I mean, with Carter Hart's fine now, though. Like Carter Hart's I mean, fine. I know, but he did struggle for over a year and a half. And that was also like a semi-tanking like flyers team with line with wrist aligning on it. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, like, you, you and I know how mentally taxing the position the position is. I just you, when you and talk about the mental side of things, you talk about getting his confidence back. Like we, I, I and you, you obviously weren't on the show then, but like we've, I, I've had personal conversations with the kid, both on the show, off the ice. Like I don't think mentally he's ever going to get himself into a place where <clears throat> he's going to dig himself a deep hole. I hope um, he's that, that the best thing about this kid's game is that mentally he's prepared every single game and he's a kid who moves on to the next shot mentality. Look, and it's I'm not going to find in a lot of goalies. I'm not saying it, lot, mentally, I just don't think you're going to have that issue with him. No, no. And like, hear me out. Like I think tonight's a different story. They're the best team in the league. He played really, really well against a similar team to the Sabres in the, in the Minnesota wild the other night. And I think he's fully capable uh, let me look at the schedule coming out. Um, 
So they have the Jets in Winnipeg on Friday. And you have why well, such these long periods of time between games? It's only, it's only two days because the road trip's coming up. So you've got the Jets in Winnipeg on Friday, and then the Blackhawks on Sunday. That's a good offensive team, but it's also a very young team. I think you play UPL against the Jets on Friday, and then you go back with Levi on Sunday and see how he does. I really do. I think that's probably what they're going to end up doing, given the way that UPL finished tonight's game. If he performs well against the Blackhawks, like you're encouraged, right? You really like you feel good about like potentially him responding to a tough game and whatnot. But I'm just telling you, man. If games like this continue to happen against better teams, I think they need, they just need to be very careful. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Uh, Cody Merrill tie up sticks in front of the net and score on goaltenders 15 feet out of net. Yeah, yeah, you gotta tie, you gotta tie sticks up, you gotta tie bodies up, and this team just, and I don't know, like as a goalie, like do the goalies got to start being more vocal? Like I'm pretty vocal, I'm, a, I'm immense. I mean, I mean communication, but you don't, you don't, you shouldn't have to yell, tie up sticks. Literally, like, I mean, does it get to that point? And I don't you know, do back door, right? You do back door. That's helpful. Like you, they should know to cover the back door, but I always yell back door. Like literally, like I just don't, I don't understand. Like, how is that such a hard concept at the professional level to grasp? That it's not they, there's a man these in guys, front. These guys like, all you're know not going to call. The, are you afraid you're going to get called for a penalty for tying a guy up? What? No. I mean, these guys all know it, but I do believe the the Bruins just wanted it more. I really do. They're a better team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're a better team. There's better leadership on that group. Like, we talked about culture and leadership in this team. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I if, mean, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm one of the leaders on this team, not named Kyle Akposo, if I'm Zemgus Gergensen's, after the game, I'm fucking losing my mind. Weirdly, weirdly enough, it, the game we all thought might be his last game in a Sabres uniform, potentially, once he got to 1,000. I thought Kyle Akposo was one of the better players on the team tonight. Oh, he skated his heart out as he should have. And shout out, his shot prop was two, and it was at plus 150. I took him to get three shots tonight, which was at plus 250. And he had six shots on that. So shout out Kyle Poso, man. He finally, yeah. fin- finally won me a bet. I love this from Mauricio. I'm all on board. Fire all the assistant coaches. Fire everybody. Fire everybody. Fire everybody, man. I tweeted it out after that Bills game. It was a hot tweet. Fire everybody, dude. Call call up Ted Nolan, rehire him and fire him again. Like, Chan, like, Chan, Chan Gailey, bring him in for a day, sign a one day contract, and then fucking get rid of him. Again. Literally, dude. Bring back Rex, bring back Ted, bring them all back. In both of these, in both of these seasons, in like literally less than two months, we've had so many low moments. Which is so bad, man. I'm already like I didn't think like, I need a game 16. I would have had a meltdown. Remember in the summer when we had nothing to talk about and we were like looking forward to this? <laughs> this is so terrible, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. We had weeks, we had weeks where we had nothing to talk about. And now the Bills have fired their offensive coordinator. They're five and five. They're gonna miss the playoffs. Sabres just lost their best player for two months. The goalie they thought was gonna lead the franchise to the playoffs is I think doing fine, but they can't support him. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, what did we do to deserve oh, so this? Bad. What did we, we do? This, 
this is just like this is just like what did we do? If the, dude, if this was like any other random night that wasn't Kyle Ocposo night, I don't think I would have lost it the way I did. No, but I like to the point, here. but to my point, dude, like the economy isn't in a great place. It's like you know tough to go to a game. Well, it's tough to go to a game, and <clears throat> yeah, the product on the ice isn't great. Um, but even back like in the day, like in the early Sabres drought years, you still got a decent amount of people in that arena because they would try like those I mean, the, post. The ticket- the ticket prices are way too high. Yeah, like, like, dude, it, like, I was still looking at like 150 bucks a ticket for higher up hunter level tickets up until like this morning. Like, I just like, why? I mean, I saw a promotion during the game next week. There, uh, if you donate a turkey, a 20 pound turkey, you get two free tickets to the game. Yeah, the turkey drive. Yeah, they, they yeah. do that every year. How much does a 20 pound turkey uh, cost? I don't know. Probably, no, 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a great promotion. They should do more of that. <laughs> yeah, right. That'll get just, no. Just do it. Just do what Florida did for a year. Show up with a show up with a New York State issued license, and they'll give you free tickets and a hot dog. That'll, that'll that will legitimately get fans in the building. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and at this point, like Dude, Terry, Connor, you're a billionaire. 30, give out free five dollars. Thirty five dollars for a Coke Zero, a Coke, and two slices of pizza. I I flew home to Buffalo and paid $150 a seat to the home opener for me and my parents. <laughs> like, 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 like $35 for something that should have cost 15 at most. Well, you know what the, you know what the Atlanta Falcons do? Uh, Arthur blank, their owner, the, uh, uh, the founder of home Depot. He's so rich that he doesn't raise concession prices. Hot dogs are two hot dogs are two bucks. Sodas are a dollar. Waters are a dollar. Chips are 50 cents. Where is this? The Atlanta Falcons Stadium. <laughs> it's the only stadium in all four major professional sports that doesn't jack up concession prices. Oh, man. I want to be a Falcons. Can, can the, can well, the, don't, don't say the that. the Atlanta Thrashers go back? Yeah. We be Thrashers fans. Well, no. They're, uh, they're potentially going to go up an hour north of the city. But don't say you want to be a Falcons fan. They're arguably as depressing as the Bills. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, joshing. just joshing. No, I know. Um, well, I mean, I'd almost rather be a fan of any NFL team at this point. Uh, yeah, man, this sucks. I'm done for tonight. I just, I just, you know, I enjoyed my, I shouldn't say I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the, my time with the person I was with and the fact like, that it's, we, good, it's good to go to a game. It, it, you know, it, it, the fact that we've been to a game together, but just like when I made that phone call three and a half years ago, like I took my sister to her first hockey game with me, like, you know, cause I literally couldn't give the ticket away for free. Nobody wanted to go cause the team was so bad. And <clears throat> like she, ignorant was bliss for, for my sister at the time, because she didn't know what she was watching and how bad it was. She was just happy to be there. And I'm just sitting there. And, and when the team was in a position at the time, after the all-star break, they were playing up against, against a bunch of teams that were below them in the standings that they realistically could have, you know, maybe won half those games and put themselves in a playoff position. And they just stunk. They just stunk the holy hell. And I'm just like, that's what set me off. And I'm looking, I'm not saying we're in the same position now because we're not, but I do think tonight was just a really, really, really good team came into that building and made us, realize who we really are which is right now yeah, a, an average toronto, to below average really, really good toronto team and we played no i know we played with twice just, as much passion than we did tonight no i know i just think that 
we were we were overmatched without Alex Tuck. Tage Thompson was out most of the game. The defense looked horrible. I just think they had a bad night. I really do. I, I'm you not getting up. The, you can't you can't put the fans through this again another year. No, no. I'm I'm not giving up on this team. Like let the record show. Like I'm way more giving up on the Bills than I am the Sabers. I just I just think that they need to make a conservative concerted effort to play better defense moving forward because that's what they were doing earlier in the year. And like we talked about, they started playing better. They had they got they took advantage of their opportunities. JJ Paterka has been amazing. I still think he played pretty well tonight. I didn't notice Casey tonight, but I think he just probably was a little bit off. They've had players play really well this season, and we've been excited about them, right? So they need to grasp that again, play a little bit better defense. And then, yes, Devin Levi can stay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, just, I just think they need to be careful. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just need players that you're paying to perform to stop performing. Even Darlene, man. Like, I know Darlene's been our best guy, but, like, you need him to even take it up on another level if you want to. You got, for sure, defensively, absolutely. You got seven games left in November. I think five, at least five are winnable. You got the Jets, the Blackhawks, the Caps, the Penguins at home. without Tage? Yeah, I do. I honestly do think so. Uh, Especially if you bring up Yuri Kulik. Especially maybe if you trade, if you sign Patrick Kane, uh, especially maybe if you trade for a defenseman, I think they might. We'll see. But hear me out. You got the Jets, Blackhawks, Capitals, Penguins, Devils, Rangers, Blues. That's not that. That's not that crazy. No, it's not. I mean, that's those are points you can gain. Um, and six six of those games are on the road, and we've seen this team play better on the road than they do at home. I'm just sick and tired of hearing this fan. I mean, I don't boo, dude. I booed tonight. I, I'd never boo, but I booed. Yeah. I mean, if I was, doing, I was good, so dejected. I'm not giving so you a good effort. You boo them. The Bills got booed last night because they were playing like shit. Why didn't Kevin hand Kyle his silver stick? He never presented it or handed it to him. I, I don't know. Probably forgot. I don't know. Yeah. You know, just, you know, chalk it up to Sabres are going to Sabres. A really good team that lost Bergeron, Krejci, Hall, Bertuzzi, Clifton in the offseason, but they still fucking keep rolling. Clifton might might have been an addition for them. A yeah. bit, a well, attraction. <laughs> I know. Well, I talked to a lot of Bruins fans uh, after that signing, and they said they were disappointed they let him go. Yeah. Well, no, I I just don't think he's playing well right now. I mean, I, he's he hasn't shown me. No, no. Early well, in the year, he earlier early in the year he showed some physicality. He did. We need that in front of the net. Yeah. He needs that in front of the net, man. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking overweight beer league goalie, but like, how hard is it? How hard is it to just be aware that this guy is my guy? Lift the stick. Lift a stick. No, for sure. They're not going to call you on a penalty for that for tying well, up maybe, a man. Uh, in maybe get your defensive coach, Dan Girardi, in the building on a full-time basis. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Here we go. Exactly. Speaking of which, just new comment. Absolutely fire Dan Girardi unless he wants to be a full-time coach. <laughs> literally. Literally. Can we end on that right there? Because that's I'm that's done. I'm done. We're a poverty franchise. I'm done. <laughs> like our, our defensive coach. And he, and he even like joked about it on spit and shit. Yeah, just drive the games down from Fort Erie. I'm done, man. I can't do this. I th- I think we've I think we've covered what we needed to. Here's another good one. 
Fire Earl of Pot at home. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, the guy, uh, he used at the old odd, used to always dance um, to the one song. I forget what it was. The Earl of Bud. If you, if you, uh, he did it at Bison's games and Sabres games. Um, if you, uh, even if you go on Twitter right now, you could probably find video of him. Um, he, he was, he was pretty iconic. In I the think area. I know what you're talking about. I do. Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. I'm an overweight beer league goalie. That sounds like stopping Tom Connors. <laughs> I guess. I don't know who Tom Connors is, but I know who Connor Hurley is. That's who I do know. And I'm a perfectly average weight beer league goalie. (laughs) So with that being said, guys, remember this has been brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Buffalo, New York, Western New York's premier market and tap room. Make sure you get to any one of their seven Western New York locations where they have 300 beers ready for you to, uh, to try out. And, of course, remember that they are both dog and kid friendly, live music and entertainment often, and they're open from 11.30 a.m. to 10.30 and later, seven days a week. Uh, And, of course, don't forget Buffalo Go Apparel Company, Buffalo's premier spot for your locally made Buffalo sports shirts, hoodies, hats, whatever it may be. Um, Make sure you check on their stuff on. 316 shirt. We'll see how much longer that lasts. Um, or uh, the, of course, the beautiful, 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 and soon to be available in, in Goat Head Colors, the Buffalo NHL Shield Ball Hockey, Buffalo Hockey cool NHL hat. Shield Ball Cap. Um, Still a really cool hat. It's a very, very cool hat. Um, definitely when you're miserable at a hockey game, with your girlfriend and or boyfriend, whatever it might be. Theoretically, you could be wearing that. You could be wearing that. So buffalogo.com or at buffalogo co at Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, but yeah, you guys have a good night. We'll talk to you Friday or maybe before we'll see. Maybe we'll, you know, be able to celebrate a Pat Kane signing or something of significance. Who knows? Connor's ignorance is, what is it? Ignorance is blind is the, Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Sorry. He's blind. I don't know. But love you guys. We'll talk to you later. I'll hang up and listen. You're up.
Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.